You're listening to Bizarre Buffet, a podcast of all-you-can-eat weird. I'm your host, Mark Toriello. I'm Jen Wilson. And I'm Mark Blusine. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. And perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. When we first went in, one of the people said, Who are you? And Tex said, I'm the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's business. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to this very summertime edition of Bizarre Buffet. <laughs> As Mark is looking right into the iPad, since we're trying I something am. new tonight, we are actually we're, mm. video recording Ooh. this as we speak. These gans, baby. Now, this is our first time actually doing something like video. Yeah. Yeah. With Patreon content. Doing our thing. Also, we're going to mm. add, have a date with Jen Wilson. We are. Listen. Let me show off my mm, shoes. Mm, oh, show them off. Yeah. Oh, you can't even see that. So, um, when a date with Jen Wilson is like, I mean, think of top tier of Patreon and think of like even uh, above and beyond yeah. top tier. That is, um, serious business. Yeah. But, um, we're going to have a package up. Um, I'm taking applications. So she is, um, you know, the prerequisites are don't be a terrible person. Number one. Don't be addicted to drugs, number two. Number two, most importantly. Number two is more important. Have a job, number three. Yes, exactly. You don't have to be, I don't know, an astrophysicist, but if you are, that's okay as well. Don't have crippling debt, number four. Absolutely. Don't have a credit score in the low 100s. And have a college degree and... Of some kind. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Just something. Absolutely. And, and like serial killers. Yes, that's fine with me too. I'm just so obsessed with this little setup. I know. Mark just keeps looking at the iPad like, you look got, at me. I know. I'm like, wow. I'm like, do I look that cute in person? Uh, mm, just imagine do. Mark Thank speaking. You. just And then looking at the camera as I he's know. speaking right now. Now that I have all of you. This is awkward. I'm going to be like this the whole time. Like shaking my head right this is a room full of people who think that we're all also very cute so we admire our own Mm -hmm. cuteness here yeah we're we love ourselves (laughs) we do but that's important Mm -hmm. it is don't love yourself too much but enough enough that's the key component anyway what are we doing mike well um do you guys know what the topic is today? No, I don't. I do. Mark, I think Mark Actually, does. no, I do. Okay. I do. I lied. I lied. I lied. Okay. All right, cool. So, um, I lied. Before we, before we dive into our topic today, I just want to really ask fun. you guys, what do you think the number one most deadly animal is in existence? Shih tzus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our Shih Tzu is most definitely. Yeah, yeah. you can probably hear them jingle jangling right now. I would probably say a shark. You would say Maybe. sharks? No. Um, no. Oh. None of the above. No? The number one most deadly animal in existence are mosquitoes. Why? Oh. Why? I guess because they spread disease. West, oh. Niles. West Nile. West Nile virus. I love the West Nile. Malaria. Malaria. Oh, malaria. And Isn't she married to Trump? <laughs> malaria <laughs> Trump. Malaria. malaria Trump. That's next. So um, mosquitoes kill one million people per year. What? Isn't that crazy town? Full of crazy town. No. They do. A million? A million people a year die from mosquitoes. Did you fact check that? 
No. Wow. <laughs> a million people I don't but need to I internet people. checked it, but I can believe it because if you think about like maybe countries that don't have different vaccines or oh, yeah. healthcare and or those anti-vaxxers out there. Hey, yeah, hey, hey anti-vaxxers! Thanks for fucking it all up for everyone who did get vaccinated. Get you bit fucking in the eyes. Yeah, bit in the eyes. I am oh, a mosquito. So a goddamn mosquito, you fucking. Oof. But um, so uh, distracted. Aside from that, mosquitoes are the most deadly animal, and I'll tell you the top five. So it's mosquitoes. Number two is humans. Yeah, Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Humans, on average. um, Like, as in, like, Jeffrey Dahmer eating his victims, or like actually, like, murdering with a weapon. Murder and probably all the above. So humans, on average, there's four hundred and seventy-five thousand homicides per year. What the fuck? And the third killing. It's a lot of killings. And the third one is snakes at fifty thousand fatalities per year. Snakes. I don't like them. I despise them. I have the biggest fucking phobia of them. Can't see them. Can't be under the same roof as them. None of it. Who would want that? Number four are dogs, and they kill 25,000 people per year. Well, mm. yeah, I could see that. I believe it. Yeah, if they bite and break skin and then it gets infected. Mm -hmm. Or if they, like, get, like, an artery or something. Mm -hmm. I think it could die that way. Yeah. And then rounding, um, getting at the finale, fresh water snails kill 10,000 people per what? year. Fresh yeah. water snails? How does I that I don't even happen? know what the hell a fresh water snail is. Are those, is. like, the na- I don't know. It's like a snail. Are those, like, the ones that people put in their fish tanks? Yeah. Oh. But yeah. how do I just wonder how they kill people? It probably it's like in different countries, like you go into the water and it like crawls up your orifices and then you uh, die. Like, oh, I love things crawling up my orifices. I don't. But it's interesting it's a because judgment free zone, Jeff. It's interesting because with sharks, <laughs> only ten people die per year. From sharks. So, 10 unlucky bastards yeah. who do okay. some stupid shit. In the ocean. In the yeah. ocean. Yeah. Get fucking eaten by sharks. Damn. Only 10. Wow. Only so, 10. there's more freshwater snail deaths than shark attacks. I, I need Bill Nye, someone, step in yeah. and explain this. But or, like, what's his name? David Attenborough. David Attenborough. Yeah. yeah. Steve Irwin? He's dead. He did. I know he's, but isn't his son also Steve Irwin? He's, um, he's an Irwin. He's an Irwin. Oh. I don't know what kind of Irwin he is. I just know his daughter's name is Bindi. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Bindi Irwin. Okay. That's a, that's a choice. Well, not for her, but parents. It's funny that everyone is so afraid of sharks, yet like 10 people a well, year Well, I died. feel like the movie Jaws, like kind of I know for me as a kid kind of traumatized me a bit oh but then like yeah it's like it's just fucking scary it was scary little fin I definitely had a different perspective of going in the ocean after watching Jaws for the first time I agree I think that's normal and another weird thing is that champagne corks are more deadly than sharks because on average 24 people die a year from champagne corks. I was like 
two years ago, years old, when I finally learned how to open up a bottle of champagne. Oh, did you, did you do it with how that samurai it? sword? I had to like, I had to use a YouTube tutorial because. I didn't know how. I was down in Florida visiting my friend John, and I was like, let's have mimosas by your pool. <laughs> Forgetting that, like, you have to open the champagne bottle and let it pop. Okay. So we found a YouTube video, and I remember it was like, touch the fat bottom, Ooh. and then squeeze, and you're in the home free. <laughs> and then I got the champagne all over the walls. So. Oh, well, shoot. Listen. You were popping bottles. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, we tried. But I remember there was this one TikTok video, and it's funny that you mentioned death by champagne cork, because it was this TikTok of this girl who was trying to open a bottle, and she ended up fucking, I mean, I want to use the, the term stabbing herself in the neck, shooting herself in the neck with a goddamn champagne cork. And I was really, really yeah. And I mean, the expression on her face was, I mean... <laughs> Was she crying? It was pain, crying. pain, confusion. But I was expecting to see blood. I was very concerned for her. But to my knowledge, she lived. Okay. Well, I'm thinking people get killed by the cork thing. Either one from choking, because I feel like people would choke on it, or people just don't know how to aim the bottle away from them. Yeah, yeah. or two, they have Bro. like a it pops so hard that it like you know yeah yeah, and then they die. Wow. Intense. So yeah. So basically, um, the theme: don't drink champagne with with sharks. But the theme of today's episode, or yeah, today's episode of Bizarre Buffet is the original Jaws, which happens to take place in New Jersey. Which I was fucking dumbstruck. I thought it took place up in Cape Cod. Mm -mm. That's where Steven Spielberg Mm -mm. wanted you to believe it took place. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, so it was... Movie falsity. So So they filmed it in New Jersey, but it was supposed to be Cape Cod. Oh, I don't know if they filmed it in New Jersey, but in 1916, a series of shark events happened that kind of inspired the film Jaws. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like... I thought you meant they filmed in New Jersey, even though it took place up in Cape Cod. Oh, okay. I got you. That's okay. Okay. So, that's okay, though. So, So there actually was some inspiration in creating Jaws. Yeah. So, movie Jaws that was taking place in Cape Cod was based off of an event that happened. Directed by Steven Spielberg. Oh, Steve. Oh, Oh, Steve Spielberg. Starring, what's his name? Uh, Kevin Bacon. No. Oh, that guy. Rob Reiner? No. <laughs> Who's the guy from Mr. Holland's Sally Elvis? Struthers. I always oh, get... Richard Dreyfuss. Richard, Richard Dreyfuss. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like Rob Reiner. Oh, Mark's dad Richard looks Dreyfuss. a lot like Richard Dreyfuss. Yes. He does. My dad and looks like Richard Dreyfuss. As Mark to, looks at the camera. We're about to give He's a shout. He's probably watching. We're about to... Probably. Hi. Hi, Dad. Um, so we have a shout out. Okay. Sonic Boomers is on Apple Podcasts and um, you can see Richard Dreyfus and Maureen Torriello. Yeah. Check it out. Check them out. My parents have a podcast. They do. Called mm-hmm. the Sonic Boomers. I know. It's a lot of fun. So let's talk about the movie Jaws real quick. So in 1975, this was like the world's first summer blockbuster that Ooh. was like, you know, yeah. that basically created like a monster. And as soon as Jaws hit the screens, everyone became afraid of great white sharks. It was like this great white shark fear that swept over the nation. 
And as a result, a lot of hunters started to kill the sharks. Mm. Oh. So now we have shark fatalities. Oh no, all right. I will tell you that the Jaws ride that's no longer standing at Universal Studios was one of the most traumatic experiences of my life. I was shark on that one too. Fun. And my question the whole time was, is this the shark that was in the film? <laughs> no. No. But I think they might have had like props or something they probably from did. the Jaws movie. They probably Maybe. did. But when, it's fucking... Mm-mm. Wow. Mm-mm. When I was on the Jaws ride, I went to the one in Universal Studios, Florida. Yeah. And this was probably like the early 2000s. So this ride was rickety and falling apart. And it was like a styrofoam shark. And they were like, watch out for Mr. Jawsy. Jaws. But it's so funny. If you watch one of those like... <laughs> like point of view rides like on YouTube. Yeah. The shark looks like I don't even know. It doesn't even look like a shark. It's like it's probably a styrofoam just it from like, being in that fucking water. It, it looks forever. like a kid's school project. Yeah. <laughs> like a second grader's school project. The real ones in California. Probably. <laughs> So after the release of Jaws, um, you know, this movie inspired this like growing curiosity about sharks that actually positively impacted shark science. Oh. Because everyone was riding the shark wave. Shark science. (laughs) The franchise continued to grow where there are four Jaws movies in existence. There is. So (laughs) they get very creative. So there's Jaws, like the original. And then Jaws Part 2, the sequel. Jaws again. And then Jaws 3D. Oh. Which I that's, I think, one of my favorites out of the, the franchise. And then if you want to get really obscure, there's Jaws 4, The Revenge. Is that where he's a goddamn psychic? Yes. He has a psychic connection with this woman, and he somehow wants to... I don't know, get revenge on the sharks that have been killed mm. or the original Jaws. So the shark somehow locates this woman through a psychic connection. Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I've never seen any of the other Jaws except the first one. I've seen the Teresa Caputo one where he's a psychic, but yeah. I haven't seen That's any That's the fourth other. one. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen the others, though. Before Jaws, there weren't really any, like, mega, like, shark attack movies. So this was kind of, like, new grounds for cinema and for horror. It got to the point where a lot of films started to replicate this formula. You have Anaconda. You have Anaconda. You had Orca, the killer whale, which is, like, a free willy. Wasn't there one... What? Lake Placid? Lake Placid with that. The alligator. alligator? Yeah. And then there was also other shark movies too, like Deep Blue Sea. My favorite the is Sharknado. The Alzheimer's sharks. Sharknado. Sharknado. <laughs> I love a good Sharknado. We, had, we just um, missed Shark Week. I think it was one or two weeks ago. Oh. We missed Shark Week, but also we had a tornado warning in New Jersey today. We did. We did. Um, multiple loud alerts. And um, so Sharknado is entirely appropriate. Yeah. Thanks, Jen. You're welcome. <laughs> and even they're um, so bad you can't stop watching them. <laughs> I've never seen one. How about that? I haven't either. I've seen them on Netflix or Hulu or wherever. But well, even they say that the movie Alien was basically Jaws in space. So I love that. How for do you Alien. like that? Aside from like the film itself, we're gonna kind of do a little bit of a deep dive or a shallow dive. 
into uh, the some shark humor. Some <laughs> I'm feeling sharky. We're gonna talk about the attacks that kind of transpired. This fear of sharks that eventually grew into a full-blown cinematic right. moment. Oh, I love it. All right, so let's get into it put your swim trunks on oh, and your yeah. little uh-huh. swimmies swimmies your little flotation devices mm. okay mm. so this all <laughs> like took place the end this all took place in the month of july in 1916 in our very own state of New Jersey. From July 1st to July 12th, there was a few shark attacks happening on the coast where four different people were killed, one person was injured, and during this shark attack summer, <laughs> there was a there was a polio shark epidemic. Oh my God, sharks oh. and polio. Wow, and I think I'd rather- Sharks with polio. COVID world. Uh, yeah, really. God. And also, simultaneously, there was a heat wave. Oh so you no. could either melt to death, be eaten, or get polio. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are all great options. Or pay high taxes because it is New Jersey. Yeah. Oh. Mm. I guess that was, I guess back then in like the 1916s, taxes weren't that out of control. So Yeah, I mean, they were probably it, like three. Three like, cents. And a postage stamp. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, so due to this massive heat wave, thousands of people flocked to the seaside towns and resorts of New Jersey whilst being on the eve of World War One. Whilst. I love whilst. that. Whilst. On the eve of World War yeah. I. Yeah. I felt like talking in 1916 vocabulary in that I, sentence. I, I like it. That's fine. Yeah. I'm I approve. It. Whilst. Whilst. Jen Wilston. <laughs> Will. <laughs> that's Jen how Wilson, you, that's me. That's how you would say it in 1916. Of course. <laughs> and with um, this increase in people going down the shore, there was a lot of tourism going on. So there was a lot of money to be made on the shore towns. And it was just like the perfect combination of everything that started to transpire this entire shark frenzy in 1916. So the first attack took place on July 1st in the town of Beach Haven, New Jersey. Unfortunately, the victim, his name was Charles Van Sant, and he was on vacation with his family. Upon going into the water, this 25-year-old man was attacked by a shark after just a few minutes of entering the water. So I guess the shark wasn't really hungry. Wow, he was starving. He was starving. So when this gentleman, Charles, went into the water, the shark started to nibble on him. Onlookers heard him screaming. At first they thought he was playing with his dog because of all the splashing and stuff. Like no one really like knew about sharks back then Mm -hmm. so um people thought that you know he was splashing around playing with the dog but it turns out it was a shark and i know shark attack and because like people back then didn't really know about sharks so they wouldn't think like shark attack in the water ah." right they were they were like oh he's playing with a dog in a hoop skirt yeah yeah (laughs) jaws wasn't out yet jaws was not out but um, the lifeguards were, and oh, they went to his rescue, 
And when they went to him in the water, they noticed that his belly was completely bitten off. So, oh, comforting. Yeah, he had no belly after that. He alive? He, well, no, he eventually died, but he was alive for a few minutes. Mm. And he was only like 50 feet out, which isn't too far no. out there. So once they took him out, he like died you know, shortly after, you know, and after that incident, after his death, there were no safety precautions for the public that were made from any of the beaches. It wasn't really taken that seriously. Mm. And most likely it's because it was peak season for tourism and they didn't want to jeopardize the tourist based businesses. So it's kind of like with COVID and wanting to keep everything open, like people really didn't care if lives were being risked yeah, because they just wanted to make business. And in the yeah. movie Jaws, that is a thing that... Yeah, that's they something do. that happens in the movie. They were like, oh, don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh, or seaweed. Oh, there's only a little seaweed out there. Some jelly stinger fish. So, yeah, even though, you know, around the time there were reports from sea captains spouting sharks off the coast of Newark and New York, Nothing was done, and often these shark sightings were quickly written off as hallucinations due to the heat wave. Oh, you're crazy. The heat's making you insane. (laughs) I feel flush. You got a bit of that overheat, oh, madam. My goodness. Oh. People were really stupid back then. Yeah, they're almost as stupid today. I, I think they're probably just as stupid today. Yeah, different ways. In now much different bombs. ways, yeah. yeah. More elaborate ways now. <laughs> so that attack was on July 1st. So we're going to go forward a few days, and now we're going to talk about the July 6th attack. It's like this shark is doing, like, a tour. Yeah. You know? He's like Madonna. Jaws, the world tour. So, on July 6th, about 45 miles north in the town of Spring Lake, never been there, a 27-year-old man by the name of Charles Bruder was fatally bitten in the abdomen and legs while swimming in the ocean. Lifeguards carried him to shore where he eventually bled to death. Now, this shark attack made more news headlines than the first one. Okay. So this this made news stories all over the country. Um, and since sharks, again, were not widely known at the time and not seen as a threat or deadly, other sea creatures kind of got blamed for this guy's death. So... Things such as sea turtles were being blamed, whales, <laughs> seals, dolphins. I think uh, even a starfish got a handcuffed. St- oh my god! <laughs> no starfish. And I know Jenna, who's a listener, would mm-hmm. have a big issue with the goddamn sea turtles because oh, she loves yes, oh, Jenna I love loves sea turtles. turtles. I know They're Jenna. So I know she's a sea turtle advocate. Thank yeah. you for your service. So now this secondary shark attack really kind of began to negatively impact tourism culture in this, you know, this sea ocean area of New Jersey. Um, And once it started to impact tourism and money, that's when the Museum of Natural History got involved. And they end up holding this like press conference to tell people, don't be afraid of sharks. 
And oh, they won't buy. Yeah, and they were saying like, oh, these attacks were super rare. They're very unusual. But four days after this <laughs> museum press release situation, two more people got killed by sharks. Ow. No way. That's just a coincidence. Ow. Yes. And the, Ju- the July 12th attack is far more dark and bizarre and Ooh. dramatic than oh, the so other ones. Blood and like wow. bits and yeah. pieces. There's and blood stuff. and gore and sea turtles. And a boat. You can do it too, sis. Oh yeah. my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. To be well. like, like this, like tall towel when I was a kid. Don't pee in the ocean because you'll attract the sharks. Oh. <laughs> I wish I heard that as a kid. That's yeah. hilarious. Wow. Peeing, apparently, I don't remember who told me, but peeing in the ocean would attract the sharks. Anyone listening, let us know if this is real. Yeah. Who has like a But if you degree. get stung by a jellyfish, you should pee on the Yeah, she should. Because uh, the, I, I think, what is it? Is there ammonia in pee-pee? Um, I don't know. Pee-pee? But wouldn't it be funny if some like, I don't know, little cute pervert was like, just pee on it. Just like <laughs> pee on everything, you know? <laughs> I think that's cute. I don't know. It's charming. It is. Well, you were doing that at the beach I, when well, we went. Oh, listen, don't worry about it. <laughs> so let's talk about the pea shark. Yay, so, pea shark. Jaws, pea shark. So on July 12th, shark took two more victims in New Jersey. This is a little more dark and unusual because it didn't take place in the ocean. It took place in a creek. On a rock which is, in a creek. Very weird. That is. And well, this... because sharks don't tend to come inland, like, no. as, like, I don't know. Mm-mm. What you're saying makes sense. I don't think they do. Like, They're not supposed to, at least. I know. What's wrong with this one? They should read the signs. Sharks oh, don't come uh, inland. Exactly. Learn how to read sharks. God damn it. Hello. Hello. <sighs> so, yeah, so this shark crept up into the creek and it was about a mile mile and a half away from the ocean as we discussed sharks are never found in creeks and are really not known to travel outside of the ocean mm-hmm. so from the attacks prior the shark continued to travel north now from beach haven to spring lake and somehow managed to go around the hook of sandy hook oh and into the Raritan Bay. What? Before going into the Matawan Creek. What? Yeah, it's fucking crazy. So crazy. Of course, I Google satellited the whole like shark trajectory. Yeah. Mark and was gonna go today. I was gonna go today, but it started raining. Because um, I wanted to see the spot where the shark ate mm-hmm. the little kitties. <laughs> but um, yeah, children are eaten. Yes. But um, oh, wow. this Matawan Creek, it is tiny. It, it is. is very small. And you're like, a shark could fit there? Now, this was 1916 before, like, I don't know, the global warming and shit. So mm-hmm. it was deeper. It was wider. Yeah. Um, so the day of the shark attack, uh, Captain Thomas Cottrell said that he saw a shark swimming below a trolley bridge. In the town of Keyport, which my parents live near Keyport. Oh, Keyport is like, yeah. 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 Um, right by Sandy Hook. Yeah. Um, so he called the town marshal to, re- to report the shark sighting, but he was immediately dismissed because the town marshal was like, 
Sharks don't swim up freshwater creeks. Like, oh, you see, sharks don't come up this way. Oh. This is all I'm going for a shark to do. You oh, see? I got my pants pulled up to my oh. nipples. Oh, <laughs> keeps my nipples warm in the winter. <laughs> So, so, so after like after that like silly response, you know, Captain Cottrell hopped into his small motorboat to kind of find the shark. He's like, and, "Girl, I gotta go." Yeah, I gotta go. Is this where the line "We need a bigger boat" was inspired from? <laughs> I would sounds, imagine so. It fucking sounds like it's a it. small boat. I mean, they had motors back then. Mm. I thought horses were motors. I mean, really, horse uh, power? No, because World, World War the One. World uh, War One was just around the corner, and they they had airplanes and shit. So I would assume yeah, that's true. This this captain jumps in his little motorboat and. Mm-hmm. And starts like going down the the creeks or the rivers or whatever, and he's telling people like get the fuck out of the water. There's a shark, and they're like, "What's a shark? Oh my god, did it sink the Titanic?" And yeah, basically like it. There's like the boy that cried shark because no one really like believed right. him. Mm-hmm. Put it into perspective too. At the time, the water in that creek went about fifteen to twenty feet deep. So. I guess okay. that's deep enough for a sharky to I mean, do his thing. Listen, it's deep enough for me to drown and because I'm short. Mm. Well, as Thomas made his way up the creek, so did the shark. And in the path of the shark, there were five young boys who were swimming in the creek. The names of these five boys were Albert O'Hara, Johnson Catran, Frank Klaus, Close, Charles <laughs> Van Brunt. Charles Van Brunt. Van Brunt. Lester Stilwell and... Lester Stilwell. And Lester. Anthony Bublin. Anthony Bublin. Or Bublin. Bublin. And um, out of the five... Buble. Buble. Michael Buble. <laughs> so out of these five boys, Lester Stilwell was the one that was swimming the farthest out from land. So now he is kind of in like the danger zone. He ended up putting himself in the direct path of the shark. So when this 300-pound shark arrived, Lester was pulled under in seconds, not even giving the boys enough time to really, like, comprehend and respond to, like, what was happening. They just saw him get sucked under and screaming, and they ran out, "Ah!" like, screaming. Right. And... They ran into town screaming for help, saying that, you know, something bit him and dragged him under the water, and no one believed them. Oh, wow. Like, grown-ups back then sucked. Yeah. Murderers. Like, they didn't believe anything. No one believed anything back then, but wow. also people today think COVID doesn't exist. Well, they're no. today's but equivalent the well, of, of Trump people, so. So I guess we're no different than... Shark times. Yeah. Yeah. And now's the time for all you Trumpers to suck it. Yeah. So, fortunately, um, well, actually, no. Unfortunately, 24-year-old Taylor Stanley Fisher witnessed these boys running and crying for help. And he happened to know the young boy, Lester. And... Lester Stillwell. Lester. So, Yeah. yeah, Lester. And while um, Lester was, I guess, being eaten by the shark, um, Stanley Fisher ran to the creek to rescue him. But Stanley 
since he knew the boy thought that the child was having an epileptic seizure because he, he had a history of he that? had a history of that. Oh, fuck. Mm. So this gentleman was like, it's probably not a shark. He's probably having like a seizure. We have to rescue him. So um, he he went to the rescue. He went uh, into the water. But it was already too late because by the time he got to the water, it was just a pool of blood. and oh, like the movie. Like the movie. And by this point, there was no sighting of the shark. So townspeople immediately followed. They came on boats and they started... They used these, like, rods to try to, like, right. get the kid or whatever was going on. Um, not being able to find the, the child, Stanley eventually just jumped into the blood water and swam. Very refreshing. Yeah. Um, but it's he, good for the skin, I hear. Yeah. Well, if you're a vampire, too, I would imagine it's quite delightful. They have a vampire facial. They do. They do. It's actually a thing. Oh. But They inject yeah. you with your own blood plasma. Into your face. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I want it to get, um, you know, I can't say the kind of tightening on here. But. Mm. Well, so Stanley <laughs> dives in, Stanley dives into the blood water and swims about 15 feet to the bottom and he collects the body of 12 year old Lester. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. He found the body of the oh, 12-year-old boy, Lester. Lester Stillwell. Lester yeah. Stillwell's arms yeah. and giblets. So, oh, R.I.P. Stillwell. So <laughs> while he swims back up to the surface with the body or parts or God knows what of this like poor 12-year-old Lester, the shark comes back. And he's like, hey, girl. Yeah, the shark's like, miss me, bitch. <laughs> well, kidding. I bet you that was inspo for in the first... The first Jaws, the little boy who gets yeah. eaten, and isn't it like his like bathing suit or something that he had? It was like a the or a floating float, device, float, yeah, like a surfboard uh, thing, yes, a, yes, a yes, paddleboard, yes. and the boogie mom board. is like, like ah, screaming at the edge board. of the water. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, and, yeah. Mm, so basically, you know, he swims up to the surface with giblets. Giblets, <laughs> all the giblets. I know. I bet you like a bunch of locals are gonna send us hate mail for this. But send it. Send it. Fucking send it. We, send love, it. we love hate mail. We want it. We will have a listen. Give us a reason listen, to not like it. We've already had a hater on one of her podcasts. We actually, did. in the description, say that she interviewed the same person and she did it better. So yeah, and we're not gonna give you that credit. Yeah. But mind you, we keep track because this is a full run-in production yeah. and we know who you are. Yep, we you're know not, exactly who you are and you're on our watch. Yeah. You're on our watch But list. we will not give you a listen. No. Never. Or a name or shout a out. subscription. That's yeah. right. I refuse to say your name. Make friends. I interviewed him and then Bizarre Buffet did too, but I did it better. Fucking. Mm. Shut the fuck up. Shut they the didn't do it better. No. No, I turned it no. off within I'm like three minutes. It's, I'm just saying facts. And, All right. So, so after Stanley and Lester were eaten by the shark, about an hour later, the shark kind of like was continuing its world tour. <laughs> And the shark kind of turned around and was going back toward the ocean. That being said, he swam further up toward Keyport Bay. And in the bay, there were three boys that were in the water. 
and it was a 12 year old named joseph dunn and his 14 year old brother michael dunn and 16 year old jeremiah houlihan and houlihan like the restaurant and while these boys were swimming in this bay someone was like get the fuck out of the water there's sharks or something and the the kids were like (laughs) fortunately it was already too late and as the boys were swimming toward the shore or the land they crossed paths with sharky mcgee Oh, Shark Mm -hmm. McGee. Yeah, Shark McGee. It was just too late, and the shark had bitten one of the boy's leg and tried to pull him into the water, and luckily a gentleman in a boat jumped into the water, rescued him. Oh, see, you're going to be missing one leg, but you'll be alive, see? (laughs) And the young boy ended up surviving the attack. Oh, and okay. God bless. He's the America. America. America sharks. Oh, American sharks. The great America white shark. So, yeah, he's the only survivor of this like shark frenzy. So, from all of these attacks came this like right. crazy aftermath frenzy. Question though, mm-hmm. um, as Jen, I'm going to quote Jen Wilson: Is he fully fully amputated? <laughs> we love an, a- an amputation we, on Bizarre we Buffet. We for an amputee moment. I don't think he was. I think a lot of skin was, like, fucked up, mm-hmm. but I don't think he was amputated because yeah. I think there was, like, um, a diagram of his injury in a newspaper. So he wasn't oh, okay. fully amputated. No, Got I don't it. think he was right. amputated at all. That's going to be so, on a t-shirt one day. He could ride roller Hashtag blusters. fully amputated. Yeah. <laughs> so, after... All of these like shark attacks, there was a huge like frenzy of an aftermath that transpired where people were trying to hunt and kill the shark that had eaten everyone. Oh, and no. all the giblets. You know, yeah, and there was even like a a shark hunt where if you could find the shark and kill it that ate these children and people, you wouldn't have reward money like in the movie like in the movie but it's interesting because it's like we don't you don't know if it was one shark two sharks or a family like you don't know if it was all from the same shark like when someone gets murdered they're like we think it might have been three assailants it could have been one yeah Right. right so days after newspapers reported that a great white shark was caught in the raritan bay so they found a shark a great white shark in this area Hunt had killed it, and upon catching the shark, they also found 15 pounds of human flesh inside of its belly, <gasps> and also human bone. Wow. Yeah. And there's pictures yeah. of it, and the shark's like... shark <laughs> However, even though, yes, it was human remains inside of the shark belly, they could not identify who they belonged to. It was also determined that the bones inside of this animal could have come from a human that died longer, like that died farther away in the past. Oh. Oh, okay. So it was basically like impossible to really determine that the remains were from these specific attacks. Mm. Now, there is some controversy and some people do speculate 
that the man that hunted and killed the shark had put human remains inside of the belly so he could win the reward money. And fun no, little fact, no. the shark that was uh, hunted and killed, he was put on display in a shop in New York. Is he still there? I don't know. We'll go find out. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, let's fucking do we'll it. We'll take the a shark. trip and then also go to MoMA yeah. since we've never been. You know what's so funny is that Jenna, um, speaking of Jenna earlier, just was like, I can't believe you haven't been to the MoMA. I haven't either. I, I love know. the MoMA. So no one really knows for sure if that was the guilty shark or not. And if those were his giblets. And it's also, it should be noted that, you know, instead of a great white shark, it could have been a bull shark because bull sharks are more likely to swim into rivers and creeks. And apparently great white sharks kind of sit, you know, they stick to the salty ocean waters. Mm -hmm. Wow, they have class. Yeah. And if you want to visit the um, graves of Lester and Stanley, you can go to Rose Hill Cemetery in Matawan. Okay. Madawan. Mm-hmm. And Madawan. Madawan, New Jersey. Madawan, New Jersey. And today, this is really cool, and this is something I would like to check out, but in the creek where Stanley and Lester had been bitten, there is now a mural that is of a shark, and it's kind of like graffiti style, so it's painted on an old train bridge where you can enter the mouth of the shark through, like, a small boat. And the mouth kind of frames the edge of the arched tunnel. So it's like you're going into the mouth and the throat of the shark. Um, Hot. Hot. And it's been recently featured on the cover of the new Weird New Jersey issue. And you could also visit this um, graffiti art piece um, at the creek in Matawan, where these deaths took place. Oh, well. Well, well, well. Isn't that wild? Very wild. That is. Wild sea animals. I like it. So what did you guys think of the shark? I thought that was great. Yeah, I did not. I didn't know that it was based off of events that happened in New Jersey. I know. Like, what an iconic film. And, like, Mm -hmm. I mean... I mean, Steven Spielberg's a fucking genius. He is, absolutely. Steven... Old Stevie Spiels, you know? He's been involved in shit you wouldn't imagine. I mean, some of the greatest films of all time. I know. I mean... E.T. will always be one of my favorites. Oh, little Drew Barrymore. That young, coke-addicted child... (laughs) <laughs> R.I.P. to that child. I heard that her and E.T. were doing coke lines behind the UFO. Actually, fun fact, yeah. fun fact that when she was a kid on the set, when they would all go for lunch, she would sit with the puppet and eat lunch with it. Oh, oh I love While like, everyone else like went somewhere else to eat, like she would have her lunch and like be quiet and like oh, sit with E.T. Oh, that's so cute. Like she like felt like she had a connection to it. Oh. And those tears at the end, like when she says goodbye to him, those oh. were real fucking tears because she didn't want the filming to finish. Oh, God. Oh, now God. I feel like an asshole for yeah. making these little girl cocaine jokes. Oh, well, she was a young you know, she also addict. gave Princess Diana at the Syphilis? film. <laughs> a line of coke? No, an E.T. doll at the, oh, at the premiere in London. That's oh. so cute. Okay, now how valuable do you think the E.T. doll that Drew Barrymore gave Princess Diana, young Drew Barrymore, coke-addicted child, Princess Di, <laughs> dead royalty, how famous is that E.T. doll and how much do you think it would be yeah. worth? Spit out the number. 
In pounds. $120,000. In pounds, that would be what? 75,000 pounds? I would like probably that. say over 100,000 pounds. Okay. So that's like a lot. Yeah. All right. Comment down below. Let us know what you yeah. think that the E.T. doll from Coke Drew Barrymore Child actress to Dead Princess Diana of Wales would be. And Let don't forget, know. don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Bizarre Buffet. Please do follow us. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your stepmother that you hate and your grandfather who you wish would die already. Tell and us everything. <laughs> follow us. Follow us on Facebook at Bizarre Buffet. That's right. And um, if you're in the giving spirit and you want to, I don't know. Donate a little bit of your hard-earned, whether it's pounds, shillings, euro, whatever the fuck. Your money. Yeah, your money. Find us on Patreon or, you know, just, you know, do whatever the fuck you want. Anyway. with that being said, I'm Richard Dreyfus. And my name, oh God, is Tammy Mae Baker. Tammy Faye Baker. I'm Free Willy. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Bye. Bye, everyone.